0: Looking for some amazing
1: TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All 9 seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Shits Creek and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
2: Welcome to the Reed San Francisco. Amazing.
0: <laughs> Y'all are so ghetto. Amen. <laughs> Hi. San Francisco. I had to put the filter on real quick. Is this... Okay, hold on. Quick question. So, I feel like... I shouldn't be calling this San Francisco. Should I just say the Bay? Yeah. I thought so. All right. San Francisco sounds like the white way to say the Bay. Am I? <laughs> it's like when people come to Miami and they'd be like, we're going to Miami Beach. You're going to the beach, girl. Just like, what are you talking about?
2: South Beach.
0: It's one beach. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely city very beautiful
2: we were in Oakland last time we were here actually Oakland is very dope but I heard Oakland is having the same problem Harlem is having with rich white people yeah I could tell on our way up here I was like how come everybody's white in all the parks and restaurants and shit all around here I was like why is everybody white I don't I don't seem like that's supposed to be the so way it Oakland is. So, Oakland is
0: like the West Coast Brooklyn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn.
0: It's Williamsburg
2: and this bitch. But anyway, welcome to the Reed san Francisco. It's our second time coming to the Bay Area. Thanks so much for having us back.
0: Are there any gamers here? <laughs> she meant that shit. So, congratulations, Watch Dogs 2, if you haven't heard. It's a fantastic game. It's, be, it's based in San Francisco Very excited And the stars black So if you own a system You should get it And see if you see your cousins in in and, them and them. <laughs> Um. So I just want to preface the show By saying I have approximately 50 milligrams of cannabis in my system
2: <laughs> Father God
0: And quite literally nothing else Thanks to the young lady Who brought me edibles As well as this hilarious glass Hey Erica Thank you
2: Yes Thank you for the gifts Because you really came through girl This is hilarious
0: <laughs> Okay So Black excellence can be Oakland And anyone there Who's from there Except Keisha
2: Cole Is Keisha Cole from Oakland? I'm sorry We all gotta take a L sometimes
0: <laughs> You know is from I, you Oakland? You got lettuce.
2: That balances right on out. That's I'm right. A woman. A you better woman, rep your shit. She had it ready. But let woman, us see, though. Woman, woman.
0: Yeah, Pieces it. of me. Okay. Um, so let's dive into some trash.
2: What could be better?
0: I don't think <laughs> there's anything positive. Um, Oh, wait, there's like one. It's positive, but literally nobody cares. Okay. (laughs) Paula Patton (laughs) spoke to Essence on Life After Paula, the album.
2: Oh, Lord.
0: (laughs) And her divorce. She said the following She said, I've learned a lot about myself. I have no idea what I'm doing, but it's exciting. It's so fun. I'm having a blast.
2: Okay, well, good. This for you. nigga wrote a
0: whole. <laughs> this white man wrote a whole album <laughs> about this light-skinned girl, put it out, embarrassed her, and the first thing that she comes forward is, and says is, "I'm having a blast."
2: Life just is just Loving fine. my life, single. <laughs> Nothing's wrong at all And I think she said Robin Like his main problem Was the fact that He would not leave The drugs alone So if that's what She had to do To move on And get her life together Good job I see Karuchi left Chris Brown's Crack hoe ass alone And upgraded to Some fine ass White man with a beard Wait so somebody Tagged me in that And was like Ooh
0: bitch He, he needs to leave her alone Or something like that And I was like what is this based off of? Because it was just a picture of them together at something. Well, in
2: one of the pictures, she was, like, laughing, and she had her hand on his knee, like...
0: <laughs> oh, like, I only saw one yeah. photo.
2: <laughs> so I was like, okay, then, Karuchi, if that's your new man, I'm not mad at all. You look like you upgraded like shit. So good job. <laughs> Paula Patton is enjoying her life without a man on drugs. I have to say that that does not surprise me. So good job,
0: sis. Karuchi could have gone to Pottery Barn and found a nigga that would have been
2: better for her. <laughs> That's true. It would not have been hard to find a man better than Chris Brown.
0: But Paula started dating that man when she was like 16. Paula is 40, no shade. So, bitch, of course you're having a blast. Girl, you don't know nothing about the good life. (laughs) That's right. World of Warcraft.
2: You keep enjoying your life, girl.
0: She looks ridiculous in that movie Like I don't know if you've ever If you've never seen a trailer for this movie Warcraft or whatever It's based on some video game My little brother's play But it She looks so stupid Like I (laughs) urge you when you go home To look it up I heard it's good But she looks the fool I guess it doesn't matter She's having a great time Life after solitary (laughs)
2: All right amen
0: What else? Let's see Uh, NeNe Leakes has allegedly got a new nose For the summer 16 um, That's not she posted either. a photograph on social media. Something about contouring. I believe it's a brand new nose. Once again, Nene Leaks is no—you know—it's—it's it's not a secret that you know she swapped those noses out like Mrs. Potato right. Head.
2: Because <laughs> she let Bravo pay for it the last time. She did it on air the last time, so I wouldn't be surprised if she went back and did oh, it again. Oh, she did do it on air. Yeah, yeah. it's part of her storyline. So.
0: Anyway, this one is kind of like, I wish I had a photo to show you, but it just, think of like, at the beginning of the Spongebob, like, (laughs) you know how at the beginning of Spongebob, how he like plays his
2: nose like as a flute? (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) It's very beakish. It looks like it belongs on an animal.
0: Instead of a pineapple, it's a peach.
2: Okay, well...
0: pretty quickly and I also appreciate that it's easy to use because uh, you know this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways which <laughs> makes me sad but that's a different conversation amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast see why 4 out of 5 employers who post in Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read again that's ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. What else we got here? Okay, um, so there's a guy in Atlanta named Rocco. Now, I don't know if everyone here is familiar with Rocco. The only thing that I really know about him is that he has something to do with rap music and he has two children with Monica. I didn't. I don't know anything (laughs) about it.
2: I and even, even now we don't out. get it. So
0: <laughs> the Molly and her drink song.
2: Oh no I do all know this nigga. That's horrible. I thought that was uh, so. Rick Ross was on that song too. Well, that part we knew. I, I say I know
0: that part. <laughs> yeah. that's quite literally the like the end. <laughs> um, but apparently he signed like he executive produced a whole bunch of Future albums, and I guess signed Future.
2: <laughs> Somebody was in pain
0: See, I didn't Okay So She, <laughs> she signed Future to um, Whatever the record label is That he has uh, I Back in 2011 Is what I read And he alleges that once Future started to get popping, I guess when he wrote that song for Sierra or something I don't know when he really started getting popular But he said that he went and signed another deal with Epic And left Rocco's ass high and dry Now here's the problem Rocco's now suing this man for $10 million Oh well. He's also saying that Future owes him money from a, 300, a 360 deal that he signed for touring and merchandise And all kinds of stuff I don't know what Merch Future sells It must be like Them empty RA, Those empty pharmacy bottles Or like
2: <laughs> Them formation hats
0: Future got on the internet When he found out About this lawsuit And said something To the effect of um, He said Call them people And tell them You was just playing <laughs>
2: Real nigga shit right there.
0: <laughs> I don't want my nigga looking like no baby mama.
1: Oh.
0: Which, is like, Sierra didn't even have nothing to do with this. You could have left her out of this. Right. Thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's so clearly to her. Still so mad that she's having a blast with Carlton Banks. You just gotta let these girls live. Let her
2: live. You be weren't happy. nice to
0: them. Let them have their ever after.
2: He is Carlton, though, so.
0: <laughs> Damn. Is that it? Um, so there's some guy named Gilbert Arenas.
2: You know who Gilbert Arenas is. No, never no, mind. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> so he apparently
0: has four children with somebody who had something to do with basketball wives at one point. Now. I'm sorry about that, too. Like, y'all <laughs> just. I wouldn't have mentioned that. <laughs> you always have. You, listen, uh, you guys have legends. All right.
2: Focus on your positives. <laughs> Don't let
0: anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> You've still got. OK. Yeah. Fair. I'll give that to you. So. He threatened to sue the Breakfast Club after they played some leaked audio between him and his baby's mother, arguing over uh, Periscope. I don't. I really don't know. <laughs> um, and at one point in the audio, he says something to her like, uh, "Fuck you and them four kids." <laughs> his four kids, <laughs> children that he biologically created. Wow. Four of them. With this one woman. Like you hate this woman's guts, allegedly, right? But you
2: made four god like four of them. Four. Four. (laughs) You nutted in her a minimum of four times. That's not hate.
0: I'm just so confused I can't see myself with one You made the chance to, Like you made the choice To have four Four of Anyway here we are So fuck the four kids
2: I guess um, What a fuck nugget His own four kids Who says that? Exactly Men who hate women so much That they will talk shit About their own fucking children so, Trash
0: uh, They played the audio On The Breakfast Club He gets on Instagram and says a whole bunch of ha, ha, ha. I'm suing y'all. I don't care if you're tracked. Bitch, you going to jail. Because apparently recording phone conversations without somebody's uh, permission or consent is supposed to be illegal in California. I am sorry. Like, I just don't (laughs) know what else to say. No fun. Um... I just don't see how that changes the fact that you're a fucking dickhead. (laughs) Like, it's like you can sue them blind and that bitch can go to jail and you still ain't shit. You still gonna be the nigga who said fuck all (laughs) four of your biological children just because you don't like their mammy. That don't (laughs) make sense. He then got back on social media And after he caught the heat obviously Because now everybody is disgusted And he gets on there and says You know he's going to take the high road And (laughs) And his children's uh, Their college fund is paid for And He has to just live his life Of happiness he's going to take the high road Oh my god I don't believe that there's a high road in hell because I feel like (laughs) hell.
2: That's really it though. That's like as
0: low as you can get. So
2: (laughs) that's really it. There's no high road to take when you already said, fuck you to your kids. Like, Okay, you paying for their college, but they don't make up for the fact that you don't love them or like respect them. Like, you have
0: them. to, dumbass. Like, that's what you're supposed to
2: do. <laughs> right. You're a rich-ass person, and you're their fucking father. Why wouldn't you be paying for them to go to college? Like, I'm not proud of you for being a fucking parent, nigga. That's what I, you signed up to do.
0: When my my child asked for a happy meal, and I purchased it. <laughs> Right, you do daddy things because you're a dad. Like that's what you're supposed to do. And until you niggas get out of the goddamn this fucking dream world that you live in, where you simply make the child and then you just you know hang out and watch Sports (laughs) Center and just hope that they don't kill nobody. Like that's not, it's not parenting. Nobody's clapping for you because you did your job as a goddamn daddy. Shut the fuck up. Right. Quiet.
2: That's what you're supposed to do, dumbass. How do you expect those kids to feel when they hear that? Like, well, you're right, but it's a whole lot of NBA players. That's what parents are
0: supposed to do as well. I don't have time to be praying for your
2: kids too, girl. Whose children need prayer. (laughs) Just about everybody's kids need prayer. (laughs) Amen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Justin Bieber got hands put on him recently. Yes. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> and of course, it was a nigga. That <laughs> is apparently six foot five. <laughs> That's an ass beating. Justin Bieber surely weighs no more than a pack of cotton (laughs) nail. So I don't even know why. Anyway, so the story goes, oh, mind you, the man's name is Lamont. (laughs) Lamont will beat your ass. Like, Lamont is just...
2: Black men don't even fight other niggas (laughs) named Lamont. You know what? Let me just... Nah.
0: His mama was in the stirrups and was like, his name shall be Lamont. (laughs) No one will fuck with him. <laughs> he is destined to whoop ass. <laughs> That's it. Lamont apparently was walking with a lady friends of his when they spotted Justin Bieber. They asked him for a photograph and a photograph and an autograph. This is the point where Lamont says that Justin said to him, No autographs tonight, motherfucker. Amon says that he tried his very, very best (laughs) To keep his cool and his composure And to stay close to the cross However (laughs) At one point, and you can see this in a video Again, if you missed this, get to Google You
2: have to find it It's excellent you can see at
0: one point Justin like shoves him. I don't know what came over this scrawny, just composition book white boy. <laughs> <laughs> like just he was really feeling college up rule night.
2: paper white. What but is he, Justin Paper like five, six? <laughs> like if that. God bless. He got that ass smashed. He's going to
0: look like a junior high student for life, which is fine. Um, But you can see in the video at one point, he like shoves this man in his chest. The man simply mushed him. (laughs) And I feel like you have to give him credit for that because he knew that he could have beat that child's ass. Right he was like, why would I do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, his face is probably all that he has left to these young white kids. And so I just don't see, you know, it's for what? Yeah. So then they get to tussling or whatever and, like, falls over. And you can see in his whole entire being that this black man is just like, I could have just went to Fatburger and went the fuck <laughs> home. This bitch wanted to go to Rodeo. <laughs> But anyway, like a day afterwards, afterwards Lamont, oof, that's the weed girl. Lamont <laughs> came back and said that it wasn't true because it, he apparently got fired and he's receiving death threats from a whole bunch of eleven-year-olds. Oh god, <laughs> so...
2: <laughs> them fucking believers. He got fired though for fighting Justin Bieber.
0: Who knows what anybody is capable of anymore? Like,
2: wouldn't we have all fought Justin Bieber? Like, I feel like it's a struggle for everybody to not punch that motherfucker in the face. <laughs> he had to be rude with it. Like, he could have just said, Yo, I'm not signing autographs, not doing pictures tonight, you know, and left it at that. He had to be disrespectful with it. He gets himself into these situations.
0: I feel like the Hollywood industry drugs are something I've never, you know, I, I feel like they have some stuff nobody knows about. And so I just, you know, I wouldn't put it past anybody to just do and say something stupid. You know, I mean, this whole entire situation was dumb on Justin's part because look at this sneaker and look at you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you didn't you know, think that through,
0: but. But ain't no goddamn 11 year old going to threaten my motherfucking life and feel like I am going to come back and tell you that I was motherfucking lying. Bitch, I don't care if I was lying. I don't. You, you are 10. <laughs> Right, your homeroom is three hours long. Get out, my goddamn face!
2: <laughs> you're not gonna fight me. Shout out to Lamont though for being an American's American <laughs> for doing what we all wish we had the opportunity to do: is sock Justin Bieber right in his fucking face. It's so disrespectful when a man mush another man. Like I don't even. That's my favorite part. Like I don't even want to have to do this to you. <laughs> like
0: I could mushing in this. <laughs> Mushing somebody is literally like I could punch you in the face, but you're not even worth it. Like right. I would I would beat your motherfucking ass, but let me just give you like this is how much I feel about you. Like <laughs> I can't even fight you, you're so weak. <laughs> like,
2: right. It's fantastic. So disrespectful. I respect your smallness so much. I can't even punch you. You just look so frail. <laughs> Right, he's not even buff. Like, what was you thinking? He was on some shit. He literally
0: is this thin. Like, as this (laughs) carpet. Just.
2: What are you doing? You gonna learn.
0: Bobby Brown. All right. So Bobby Brown spoke to Robin Roberts on 2020. Said loads of stuff. I'm just going to go over some highlights. Oh, yeah. So he claimed um, the first time he ever saw Whitney Houston do drugs was on their wedding day. (laughs) Sissy Houston Houston immediately called bullshit. Like... (laughs) She immediately went to people and was like, Look, listen.
2: That ain't it.
0: <laughs> She's, she said, I could, li- I'm not even going to go over all of the inaccurate bullshit that that nigga said. Yeah. Like how he had money when Whitney and him got married. I'm just going to leave all of that out. But I will say, that there ain't no goddamn way That the first time Them niggas was doing drugs Was on their wedding day And for him to say that tarnishes One of the most important days In her life Wait But you, I, you were this close Yeah, like,
2: you had me sis <laughs> Everything
0: made sense up until that very last portion
2: Of all the days Whitney lived Her wedding day could not have been no, it just wasn't I'm, I'm I'm, gonna call that as like Not a top 10 <laughs> Ultimately
0: I'm just gonna consider it like Real classic old people shade Because people in Sissy Houston's age range Their shade isn't Like they invented it So, you know, <laughs> they The way I read that was like Important in that like please keep in mind that she married this nigga, and that was the beginning of the end. It's like, I want you um, like damn. that day was important because it was the day that I watched my daughter walk down the aisle to hell. That <laughs> that's the way that oh, I fuck. looked at it.
2: <laughs> well, they don't like each other. and that's right. That's
0: obvious. Um, Oh, so he also said that they did drugs together in the same house that Bobby Christina would be in sometimes. Uh, Robin Crawford, Whitney Houston's friend. They were lovers, which he said once in some like he wrote a book or something like that and he talked about it, but then he tried to sue the publisher so it wouldn't come out. Then he told the business again, I just feel like can't Whitney Houston just be dead? Right. Like can't you just
2: Can't Whitney just just rest? Right. Her
0: alone. Jesus. He also said that she dated Tupac and he had a fling with Janet Jackson. Tupac. Tupac. You know Tupac is in heaven right making the face that Steph Curry made last night looking at LeBron. <laughs> like... Wait a minute. But I didn't even say anything. Like I'm not bothering anybody. I ain't do this. <laughs> I just, when I die, just don't tell my business. Just leave, just please, just let me be dead Yeah, we'll
2: let you rest
0: He also says that he fucked a ghost Now listen (laughs) (laughs) Y'all Woo! So he says that, you know, he's just minding his business Getting some Z's You know, at home hanging out, and he woke up to an apparition straddling him, (laughs) and he's here to tell the
2: story. Um, (laughs) what? How do you feel a ghost riding you?
0: I think he saw the ghost. Like, he woke up and saw oh. the ghost of a woman on top of him.
2: Oh, he, he, so he visually saw this woman yes. on top of him. And <laughs> first of all, you're right. So then what does the inside of a ghost vagina feel like? Is it not just air? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I think you're right about these Hollywood drugs, because what the fuck... Now,
0: two possibilities.
2: Just two. (laughs) Three possibilities.
0: (laughs) Drugs. Or maybe it was like a succubus. You never know.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like drugs is it.
0: You know, they say that there are spirits. That will like seduce men, sleep with them, and drain their <laughs> life force and deteriorate their health. Now, if you've seen Bobby lately, <laughs> there could be some demon out there Mm-mm. that has all his youth locked right up in her uterus. There's a or demon. <laughs> sleep paralysis. <laughs>
2: Sleep paralysis No,
0: dead ass now, Are you serious?
2: Mm-hmm You don't
0: know what's Okay, sleep paralysis is like You know when you, Have you ever like been asleep And you feel like you're awake Like you can You're aware of all your surroundings Yeah But you can't move And they say it's like a demon Sitting on your chest Or like a no. ghost or something No,
2: so no There there I have not gone
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, like there's like a saying He's means like, like a ghost is sitting No one's heard of this? Okay No (laughs) Okay well I remember Well that would fuck me up (laughs) So listen once in my early 20s Right I have never talked about this Once in my early 20s I was asleep like in my living room But I could see the living room And like feel the living room But I couldn't move And I swear to God There was like a hole that opened up in the ceiling and fire was coming out of it. And all of these demons were like grabbing at my chest and trying to pull me through it. And I yelled and hopped up out of my bed and I ran to my mama and said, let's talk to Jesus. <laughs> That's the only we
2: appropriate immediately response. immediately
0: pled the blood <laughs> of Christ. That's it. Upon me. Now. What kind of exorcist shit? <laughs> Do I believe that demons were really coming for me? Hopefully not But (laughs) Lord knows I may have earned it However I've read people Like there's Some kind of shit About like REM And they You get hallucinations Sometimes When you have sleep Paralysis Paralysis So either he was High as fuck Or He should read about that Okay
2: Maybe so But even still So if it was Sleep paralysis And you woke up And there was a ghost woman On your dick isn't that something you would keep to yourself and your therapist? I told you, I have never told nobody You would tell story. nobody but Jesus. Why would I run around and be like, so
0: girl, they almost Guess dragged what? me to hell, girl. Like, <laughs> let me tell you, I was in the living room and these demons, these flying ghosts, they just came out the ceiling. Everybody would be looking at me
2: like, call somebody. Yeah, call the, call the, call the pastor real quick. Tell him to come over. Bobby and Whitney,
0: Bobby K and Whitney, they are much better off where they are. May they rest in peace forever and always because the rest of these niggas that were affiliated with them that are here on earth, they ain't shit. Not... One of
2: them Did you see where Bobby said That none Nick Gordon them. is responsible For Whitney and Bobby Christina's death
0: Each and every one of y'all Are responsible for them Like are you kidding me All y'all It's your Pat Sissy Nick All y'all None of y'all Hi. Why are y'all even talking about Like I don't understand How every week One of these niggas Is talking to Dr. Phil Or Judge Judy Or motherfucking 2020 Or TRL Or
2: 106 and Park About Whitney Houston so And true. Bobby Christina Like what the Like Right I feel like ABC must have paid Or NBC Whoever it was Must have paid Bobby For this interview Because Down There's no way He still has like A significant amount of money
0: They were like Look We'll get you a Chick-fil-A sandwich And an A-ball <laughs>
2: Oh no We'll pay for your Extended stay hotel
0: (laughs) Tell us what's on your mind We got
2: three weeks On your extended stay And that's it Bobby (laughs) Rest in peace Whitney I really hope y'all Will let my legend Just rest She's gone Please let her be gone And just let her Like let the memory live And let that be it This constant dragging up Of Whitney's name is just It's tiresome
0: Y'all do that shit with it I'm not gonna say y'all but people do this shit with everybody. It seems like these days, everybody die, or a celebrity die, high profile person die, and it's like you can't just be like, "Oh, rest in peace," or just say nothing. Somebody always got to tell some dumbass, irrelevant, usually huh. negative or messy story about this person. They are in the ground. Leave them alone. Leave. Them. They ain't even here to defend themselves. They yeah. are dead. Ooh, I wish that Piers Morgan would just fall off. And I promised myself I would never say her name again. But I just want for that old mustard mouth bitch to just fall off a clip into the deepest ocean with a steel drop (laughs) strap on and just
2: sink, bitch. Just sink. All right. Well, what the hell else can be said?
0: (laughs) That's all I've got for Six Ed World today. Now, before we move on, is there anything else in Celebrity World that you would like?
2: (laughs) What? (laughs) That has bankruptcy written all over it. (laughs) Like... This is a decision you made as a result of bankruptcy. <laughs> that has to be it.
0: Yeah, Tony is no stranger to hard times. <laughs> you know, when the going gets rough. Can you not? You put some respect on it. <laughs> I have no feelings about that. I think that it's very strange. Like, I I have no, I, how did, Tony, why? Right.
2: How, We'll see. Anything Anything else? else? Huh? (laughs) Yeah, we just we just did a whole episode of formation, so what did Nick and Mariah do?
3: Sign what papers? Divorce
2: papers? (laughs) Would you? Oh, oh! I guess because she's engaged to this new one, right? Or about to be? She's trying, probably, probably trying to get married oh, to that's the new messy. man. And Nick I thought won't. they were getting along. Oh, trash! Let it go. It's over. Nicholas. Nobody can believe you even got her in the first place. So just take that initial win and Not just hold on to it.
0: Did you get her? But you have her only children. Like, Two babies. I'm sure she gave you a nice severance package. And Nick is paid. i sure he so gets I a check, right.
2: It's not like he's broke. So that's just, that sounds like petty. Right, petty and in his feelings.
0: <laughs> Y'all are, you have conversation. <laughs> Listen.
2: I have not heard of Love and Hip Hop Houston. <laughs> My
0: girl said, have you heard about it?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if I know anybody who's on it, except for, um, I've heard of Kirko Kirk Bangs.
2: Okay.
0: You are dreadful. Like, mama, she is lethal right here. I don't really, you know, Mona. I just want Ramona, honestly, to just write a scripted series if you're going to do this and stop getting all of these people out of the strip club and the check in place that have like <laughs> nothing to lose and trying to hire them as actors. Just get real actors, pay them what they want and get to turn this love and hip hop shit into a scripted show. None of this stuff is fun if we know that it's fake. Maybe it's just me.
2: I mean, I do still find it a little fun. (laughs) I mean, just because I love seeing people get on TV and act so stupid. Like, it's entertaining for me. I do have some entertainment value in these shows.
0: I promise. I think it's because I feel like my intelligence is being insulted. I just feel like you are lying to me. And you are trying to, for whatever reason, convince me that this woman and this young man with this very long hair... Are in some sort of a relationship And she just pops up to his house in panties And like girl uh, I don't even know who these people are Like why should I care It's not fun
2: <laughs> Okay. It
0: was way more fun When Chrissy was on there Punching bitches in the face for real
2: <laughs> like, It is better when the situations are real A lot of the shit on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is like clearly fake and scripted. But when they have like real fights and shit like that, I'm into it.
0: The production value is still better than the Kardashians show, which I find to be fantastic. Like, I think that's hilarious. Like, they be on there trying to shoot short films and have all these swooping shots and, you know, helicopter footage and (laughs) drones and all this shit. Like, I still have no idea who Karen King is.
2: And you don't need to There's no need to know
0: So I have no feelings About loving hip hop Houston But apparently She's also doing New Orleans And uh, oh, no. Miami and she oh, no. She's probably coming here next So New Girdle Orleans Lawrence. has been
2: through enough
0: <laughs> I mean if she would step foot In Beyonce's hometown <laughs> With that bullshit I don't see why She can't come <laughs> up here Like she's coming for you So
4: <laughs>
0: You better be a coat of arms What else? The what? Now, I thought that those were New Balances at first. <laughs> no shade. What are... The, the white ones?
2: Yeah. Those so shoes. So they are Under Armour. Under Armour makes shoes? Yeah. Another surprise. Well, I mean, they might make them, but I'm sure they don't sell that many. Because Steph Curry does not have an eye for design. God bless his heart. He has other talents. He has other That's talents. That's not shade. But, right. I mean... <laughs>
5: Those it, shoes it
2: are ugly It is what it is <laughs> They are
0: Ugly They'll make those Yeezys look like motherfucking
2: Oh no oh, Hallie no. Berry
0: out this goddamn Woo They literally look like <laughs> <laughs> They look like something that I would buy Like an older woman who like walks Like power walks at like 4 in the morning
2: Or at the mall Right When the old ladies go to the mall as soon as it yeah, opens yeah, yeah And they lace up And stretch (laughs) So yeah Greta I was just at the church The other day
0: Steph Curry is That is a saved family Those shoes
2: are for the church May I? (laughs) And those that's what you shoes, have those You shoes have shoes failed to grasp that Yes That is on brand for Steph Curry You can't look at those shoes And be like That don't fit that nigga Of course it do <laughs> That look like Steph
0: Curry ain't making no shoes For drug dealers bitch He's making <laughs> shoes <laughs> Yes For saved women with offerings That's
2: right <laughs> I just can't be mad at that That's right Those shoes are for boys Who go to church camp on purpose Yes Cause they like it And they want to grow stronger in God They just waiting for that pink and green to come out I hate you
0: (laughs) (laughs) Woo, right. About 15 of y'all got that Anyway, (laughs) anything else? They could die Somebody's
2: always trying to sue Beyonce I'll talk about Brock Meyer later (laughs) Hillary Clinton. You know what? She's she's
0: out here. I just want to say, now that you, because I had no intention, right? Because, ugh. But, <laughs> since we're here, I was watching something, I think. Maybe it was abcnews.com or something. But there were these people who were at, I, I don't know if it was Bernie or... Hillary or what? Maybe they were going to vote, but they were out outside with the news and whatnot, and they got a whole bunch of people to talk about why they were voting for whoever they supported. They had two people who supported Hillary and two people who supported Bernie. Literally, everybody's... It just proved to me that I think the average American really doesn't give a fuck or know much about politics in general. You know what I'm saying? They're just like going with people for whatever frivolous reasons. And the candidates know that and they are banking on it. So like two of the Hillary girls, right? They're like, you know, I just feel like Hillary, she she knows how to speak to people. She's not just politicians. She's been going all around the world and and talking to all kinds of people for for her whole career, Bernie Sanders has literally done the exact <laughs> the exact same thing. But here she is. The other woman says and this one gets me. I just feel like, you know, Hillary, she just her being the president is really going to empower women and I just feel like it's so important you know that she empowers women the way that she does because women need that empowerment. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, women, a woman being president, obviously, is something that needs to happen and is great and all of those things. But, bitch, for that, you could just vote for Beyonce or her. Like... <laughs> Do you know anything about her policy? Do you know anything about what she has done or plans to do, girl? You just know that she is a woman, and you love women, and you support women, and all of that stuff is great. But if that's the reason you're voting for her alone, girl, what? Now, the last girl who was on there was a Bernie Sanders supporter, and she said that people are voting based on bullshit. And they have like no idea what they're doing, no idea what they're voting for, but they're voting for essentially what we're doing because both of these people are celebrities. Like this is literally like a reality show and the whole world is watching it. These girls are on Twitter talking about delete your account to each other. (laughs) Like, they on bad girls club. <laughs> like what? One of these two niggas is gonna run our country. <laughs> I just it's a lot. Hillary girl. I guess I'm bubbling the shit in next to your name, but don't you ever get it fucked up?
2: <laughs> mm. I can't even say that yet. Like, I'm obviously not voting for Trump, but I don't think I can, I still am not at the place where I can bring myself to vote for her. I just, uh But you know, we live in New York and Hillary is a former senator, and I just feel like she has New York on lock regardless, so I really might just write in Beyonce. <laughs> just because, personally, I would rather vote for Beyonce.
0: I'ma write in Jackie O. The rapper, not... oh no. But
2: I got to think about it. Obviously, it's an important decision. Voting is serious, all this. I just... I feel like people are really underestimating the number of trolls and racists that this country really has. Who really will turn out to put Donald Trump in office just because they'll think it's funny because they are not the ones who are going to have to suffer any real consequences under Donald Trump until it's too fucking late for them to do anything about it. So Donald
0: Trump said all of the people who are protesting against me will be voting for me. And it's just like I'm sitting here watching this stuff and it is on international (laughs) news for the whole entire globe, to see, and I am just like Amazing. this is some old kindergarten cop. <laughs> I don't have words today.
2: Yeah, he's it's straight up ridiculous. said he straight up said the other day my fans don't care about my policy, which is true. Like, bitch, you don't care about your
0: policy. I
2: don't even think he knows like whether he has a policy. Like, does he ever even talk about? Oh, anyway, we're fucked. We're fucked. But
0: either way, whoever is the next president is literally going to sit in the Oval Office, spread their legs, and just be like, "Well, I'm here. I have no plans. Just gonna hang out." But this room belongs <laughs> to me. Mm-mm. Like both these bitches just want to sit in that goddamn chair and be like, mm, "I'm a fart right here." <laughs> <laughs> Every day, presidential gas, like, <laughs> Woo. amen. At least I almost, kind of, sort of felt like Bernie Sanders gave a fuck about Americans, but
2: I mean, I tried. I, it's not like I didn't vote for Bernie in the primaries, but he has just kept getting his ass whooped. It's nothing I can do about that. Like,
0: because Hillary is for women, and we need a woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, seduction. all right
0: i mean you're right about that i just feel like you know witch hazel good luck and (laughs) donald dump you can go straight to hell
2: (laughs) hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate
0: So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts
2: let's move on to our question portion of the show here he comes our friend asante here everybody give it up for asante of the friend zone podcast
0: now that was a strut (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you uh, walked down here it's like a he nice was on top model. strut through. I was like, I gotta strut through this bitch. So since there are a lot of people, uh if you're upstairs, raise your hand. I'm gonna pick like three of y'all. One right there, you yep right there. Damn, why you had to do that? Okay, come on, you and oh, one wow. more person Don't up there on this side. No, not you. You was you was being crazy before. Now come on, that's three right there. One, two, three, y'all come down and, and come to this mic over here, okay? And then I'm going to take some questions down here while y'all are asking. So raise your hands. All right, you was first over here. I seen you. I got to start over here. I'm going to come back.
6: Hi. All
0: right, stand up. Stand up. What's your name? What's your question?
7: Shanna.
6: Hi, I'm Shanna. Um, live here now. Originally from Brooklyn, so. Woo. All, right. all right. <laughs> Um, right. First of all, I just want to say I came to you guys because of Beyonce. After her album came out, somebody should, like, Posted one of Kid Fury's videos and then that's how I found you guys because I had never listened before and so
8: sorry. Best
6: decision I ever made. No, <laughs> best decision I ever made. I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you um, So I just wanted to ask you guys. I know you just went to the formation tour you talked about a lot If there was one I went in Houston If there was one other city that you could go see it in other than New York, where would you go?
2: New Orleans. I think we're both planning on going in New Orleans in September, just because I why not? Definitely,
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely want to go in New Orleans. If nothing, but for the fact that she that big Frida.
2: That extended <laughs> intro.
0: I just want to be in New Orleans to hear that full shit. And also yes. all of the inspiration in New Orleans. I just feel like it's gonna be magic.
2: And the Falcons game is the night after that. So like why wouldn't I? <laughs> it's perfect. You write about that girl Fucker. What do y'all gotta do The Dirty Bird like that Wait a minute You don't give one single shit About football so No don't... but I'm still
0: from Atlanta I know how to do The Dirty Bird
2: Anyway Who's next Hi Oh damn
3: it I forgot
0: a funny story hey, what's
3: up y'all This song, You can hear me What's up Crystal sure What's up Fury How y'all hey. doing Welcome Hi. to the yay you Thank know? you I got a bliss for you oh, yeah. I came all the way from Oakland setting that traffic for y'all. Thank you. I bought y'all some Oakland organic. Oh, wow. You know what I'm (laughs) talking about? Okay. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay.
2: (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. This is really
3: sweet also got some shirts in there. This is my t-shirt line. It's called Hype Eye. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Got to get the plug in. Let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you, okay? So Hype Eye is a West African root word, which means to open one's eyes. So that's what the purpose of the t-shirt is. You know what I'm saying? Let, Let me just break you. it down to you one time. Okay. So in Arabic, it says know your power. And then in Sanskrit, it says have no fear. So once you know your oh, power, you can't really be scared. Bad. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. I hope y'all like it. You know yeah, I, I really like it. Thank this. you. So I have a question. Um, So I actually recently just started my own podcast talk called the Talk About It Podcast. You are... Air, you know what I'm saying? You, I'm out here plugging. I'm out here plugging. You better let trying. them have I'm Come on. But uh, my IG is The Black Sabir. You can click the link and take a listen. But I'm on the grind. So... I just wanted to know do you guys have any advice for people on the grind? I know it's consistency, you know, practice makes perfect, but I'm looking for advice, you know? I
0: feel like you need to give me some advice. I hey
3: mean, man, I'm wrestling. I feel, I'm feel like you got the marketing. You seem part like you are on path. your way. I'm trying. I'm you trying.
2: You definitely know how to talk about your product, which is great. Okay, that's good. That's what it takes.
0: I think that you <laughs>
2: You have the enthusiasm for You definitely
0: for it. have the personality <laughs> Thank you. for you. A podcast. I feel like you know what I'm saying. So yeah,
3: just so as long as you're
2: talking about stuff that you really are passionate about, and that enthusiasm comes through, and you stay consistent. I mean, you already have the answers. Like you just got to do it. Okay, thank you. But congratulations. No problem. Thank you guys. I hope you enjoy it. Okay.
0: Thank you so much. I really like it. It. Thank you. (laughs) All right, I'm going to take my next question about it. The podcast. But listen, I thought that I chose three people upstairs, and there's a whole line over there. <laughs> I mean, damn. Okay, Not everybody was I'm, from upstairs. I, well, I'm going to take one from right here, and then I'm going to take another one over there.
2: All right. Yeah, we'll just go back and forth. Yeah. That works, too. You ain't have to
0: stand That's up. That's fine. Oh, you did not you didn't have, have to make have to that, that pregnant that. lady stand up. My girl says she's Are you inducing? I am is that not in labor
2: yet. <laughs>
0: it's induced, right?
2: <laughs> that's, that's something that happens. Yes, you
0: can be. Induced. Are you doing that? Or are you?
5: I, I, she is not coming yet.
0: You said 11 we, days, right?
5: Yes. Okay. We have made a deal. She don't want these hands. <laughs> she don't she want these hands. Stay inside.
2: <laughs> this is her third child. So she ain't scared about nothing. I'm a pro. Anyway,
5: so I've seen some pictures of you guys looking all svelte and nice, you know, dietary changes (laughs) and stuff, showing you your booties out there at the beach and your swimsuits. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) So my question is... During your dietary, you know, changes and modifications, I know, Crystal, you've mentioned some things about changing, you know, adjusting your sugar intake, et cetera. Um, have you also done gluten-free? Okay, so Kid Fury, mm-hmm. does removing the gluten change the flavor of the food? <laughs> I have a specific, <laughs> there's a reason why I'm asking. It changes
2: that. the consistency. Yeah, it the, it text- changes the consistency, consistency stuff like not that. really the taste. But not yeah. the flavor. Okay, so then you can do it. <laughs> oh, she did that to put her mama on blast. That, damn, <laughs> damn, that, damn. And damn. that's her mama. All right, that's, that's her, her mama. mama. That's her
0: mama. Oh, oui. so,
2: this is my mother. Y'all always be
5: playing your relatives and your friends. That, no, my mom, not to bring it down, but my mom has been fighting lung cancer and just recently beat vaginal cancer.
2: Congratulations.
5: And as her eldest daughter, I want to make sure that she's around for all of her grandbabies, including the one that is still baking for the 11 days remaining (laughs) in my body. (laughs) So, see, mommy, you can do
9: it.
0: So, look, gluten-free shit is like, you you know, but... It doesn't really change flavor like we said. It does change. It just depends on what it is. There's, you're going to find certain things that are gluten-free that really don't taste any different or feel any different. And then there are certain stuff that it's just like, nope, not doing it. For like- instance, <laughs> bagels, most cookies, and other baked goods... Starchy breakfast, like things like that. You know, you can find like a really good gluten free bread or like mix and that kind of stuff. And like I said, I had no fucking choice, but apparently I lost a shit ton of weight because I was stopped eating uh, Popeyes. I don't know. (laughs) But I say try it out, see what you like. It's really not that bad. You'd be surprised. You're welcome. Hi. The doll, what's
9: up? What's your name? How y'all doing? Hello. First giving honor to God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And know for real, because this is really a God thing. I just want to thank God that I'm here right now, that you guys are here. Y'all don't understand. I started listening to you guys' show probably about a year and a half ago, and y'all really just touched my life. I was at a time where, you know, everybody was looking at me sideways. Uh, 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 funny, and yeah. did nobody fuck with me but that damn Kid Fury and that Crystal?
2: <laughs> yeah,
9: oh yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I had the fuck boy in my life. Oh, all have this it. shit. We <laughs> all been there. Let me, let, let me tell you though, let me tell you though, the reason why I appreciate you guys so much is because I had that fuckboy in my life and I was like, okay, I wanted to write in and write you guys a letter, but I was like, I was trying to get the letter right each, each week. And not I was like, okay, damn. this week, I'm, maybe I should make the subject line like this or maybe I should say it like this. But I was like, I'm not writing them no damn letter so they can roast my ass on <laughs> uh, national TV. They're not going to have me looking crazy. You know. I learned from the next motherfucking mistakes, right. <laughs> and I just want to appreciate you guys. Um, I mean, ever since I started listening to y'all, Kid Fury had the Trent Appreciation Day. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, when I first started listening, I'm like, okay, you feel me? I fuck with them, and I, I brought you guys some gifts. Come oh, on thank now, you. come on now. <laughs> okay. You know, you know how we do. Like you literally this already this was unnecessary. Paid for the but thank you so you much. You said, I brought, hey, "Hey, Kid Fury, I brought you uh, bubble gum cookies." What? You- <laughs> Wait, is <this> Hold <laughs> on. Hey, hey, Chris. Come on, bubble gum cookies. Chris, so I brought you regular cookies. But okay. the only, only reason why? Only reason why? <laughs> is the cookie made out of gum, or is it? You know what? I always. Oh,
3: have- oh I me? see. You feel me? Thank
9: you, you friend. Me? You feel me? You yes. Feel me? But cold part about it. <laughs> it's pretty great. We're all, like, in the same age group. I really look up to you guys. Um, I really look up to you guys. And um, you know how they young, intelligent, black, believing god you don't find that too much. But the re- but let me get to my question. I'm sorry, okay, I have to give you all, all right. first.
2: We getting there. We getting
9: there. Sometimes you the just got to get your testimony out. Oh, and that's oh, all that matters. Oh. So, oh, right now. My, my question is, okay. I listened to your guys' show last week when Kid Fury was talking about, you talked about how, you know, you had to move out of your mama house and this and that. You wanted to follow your passion, but you were still working 9 to 5. I'm in the same way. You see what I'm saying? I'm in the same way, uh, working 9 to 5, this, that, and the third. But at the same time, my passion is hair. My passion is hair. You see what I'm saying? And so I, I, I make my own hair organic products, and listening to you guys show, you know, you guys, you, the reason why I was able to get rid of the fuck boy because I was able to look at myself and do what I'm supposed to do. Hold on, no, y'all got me fucked up. Y'all better shut the fuck up. Y'all better shut the fuck up. Y'all better shut the fuck up. Why you playing? Didn't you playing? preface this by saying
0: giving honor to God? Oh. Uh, hello,
9: hello, hello, hello. My question is. Okay. How Asante. can I get, how can I get okay. from where I'm at right now? No, Kid Fury, really, listen, listen, listen. How can I get from where I'm at right now to be into the level where I'm at, like, you know, the people that's on Bevel. Nature well, I box. would start
0: by not Curly shouting cubes. at hundreds of people to shut the fuck out. You know, I do know. I, no, no, they I come would on start lists. because I didn't choose you when I chose three people from up there. It's and okay. I was going to let you cook. I it's was letting okay. you cook.
9: It's okay. I came anyway, baby. You did. It's all right. you I wouldn't like to to me. Me. It's not about me. It's not about me. I'm asking you guys your questions. Crystal. Yeah. All right. Pass the mic to. Okay. Pass I the mic. I'm going to answer I'm your question. Put my organic hair mask in there. I just okay, want can you to you turn try. This I'm mic going to right answer your question. Pass the okay. mic to
0: this lovely person right here, and I'm going to answer your question yeah, for you. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna.
2: Yeah, we To get there.
0: from where you are at right now, uh, <laughs> love, humility, consistency, um, and risk taking and the moments where listen the moments where you don't want to do it and you're like I could just go take a nap or I could go take a break do what it is that like go through it anyway and go do what you got to go do and eventually you'll be where you need to be
2: yeah that's real fighting through the hard parts when you really want to give up that's key so thank you thank you so much for listening and thank you for the gifts
8: All right. What's your name? I just want to thank God for Jesus. Praise him. Amen. All right, all right. So, look it. I ain't here to plug no kind of shit in, none of that shit. Y'all are so... I ain't doing none of that shit. So I got a, I got a real ass question for y'all, right? So oh Lord. I'm 34 and a half, so I ain't got nothing to prove. What? And a half.
0: That melanin, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. What up, Crystal? I am telling up, you. You look like you should have a JanSport backpack on.
8: For real. All right, so check it out. So I I was going, I'm in grad school being a therapist, right?
0: All right.
8: I also travel, I do diversity trainings for white folks. It's called not being racist training, right? So one day I was being unconscious and I went to McDonald's and I was in a drive through. And it was a white boy in his white truck in front of me, big ass corn-fed ass nigga, right? Oh god!
0: The accent makes it even better.
8: He pulled. He got. He got his number. It was in the morning, so it was like like eight forty-five. He got it like you know, uh, 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 I don't know, something with cheese and shit. So he. <laughs> He got his shit, he rolled up. And then I, I was in my car, I got my food, and, and he was in front of me, so I couldn't get past him. So I waited, I was like, okay, maybe he's waiting for his shit. So I hopped my horn once, and he said, yo, go around, stupid. He, he yelled really loud. And something in my spirit didn't feel right. <laughs> right? So I said, I, I'm like, yo, the devil is lie. So what I did was, I got out my car, I got out, I walked up to him. I was like, yo, I was like, that was really rude. I said, I said, that's really rude. I was really being sweet. He's like, fuck you. You should have gone around, bitch. Ass. He was going off, right? And I said, oh, my, my heart started palpitating like I was doing right now. I got, I said, you know what? You white, privileged ass, bitch ass nigga. Wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> At the McDonald's drive-thru.
8: <laughs> In the drive-thru, Right. So what he said was, he was like, yo, fuck you, nigger bitch. <laughs> I'm not lying. This is really true. So my that's the end of the story. So the question is. Okay. The question is. It's
0: the end of the story about God's beautiful yeah, grace.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to do too, do, do too much, but my question is, like, did I do too much by calling him a, a white privileged ass bitch ass nigga? Um.
0: Y'all see, that's what happens when you don't let people finish their goddamn question. They said, yeah, no, 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 you, you were good. You did fine. I
2: I well, I mean, girl, I think I would have just drove around. <laughs> you would have just drove around? You lying. You, you know lying. what? Yes, because I would have just drove around because for me, it's not worth it to get into an argument in the McDonald's drive through like. I'm just not prepared okay. to start my day in the McDonald's drive-thru okay. arguing uh, with an overgrown white boy. I just don't want to do that. I just want to take my McGriddle with sausage, egg, and cheese, my two hash okay. browns, and my coffee, and go. Like, I don't—I would have I been like, fuck you too, buddy,
0: and just drove off. You are not going to call me stupid. That's what I'm saying. And, th- and, and it's not like I can't, because I, I would have rolled around to that window and been way less, way less patient than you were. The fact that you simply said to this young bitch, um, <laughs> that was very rude. You were trying to level with yes. this asshole yes. and trying to get some empathy into this yes. dumb bitch You're and right. say, hey, right. <laughs> you and I don't know each other. What's the problem? <laughs> what's going on? She tried to be nice. You were already called stupid for no good reason. And now you gonna tell me to shut the fuck up and all this extra shit, bitch? You would have saw the planes out in Africa when I beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> Before they could hand you any kind of well, a flurry, bitch, I would have
8: whooped. But see, as a man, walking up to a truck is different than me a woman walking up to a truck. Right. You know what I'm saying? So sexism and racism was in place. So I thank y'all for answering my question. Yes, you're so thank welcome. You
2: very much. <laughs> I'm glad nigga, you're all bitch. right. <laughs> Praise God. He
0: wouldn't have said that shit if it was a nigga nigga in that goddamn car with you. Woo. I bet that. All right, I'm gonna take my next question. That's yonder. That?
2: All right, Asante, who you got?
0: Is this on? Hello. Okay. Is this on? Are we doing back? Okay, so we're gonna do here and then coming to you. Okay. I'm so sorry, long hair. Don't By
4: the
2: way, you guys are. <laughs>
4: We're coming right back. You guys are real cute in person, so I just wanted to say that. Okay, so, um, you know, it's the Kylie. It's all,
0: I got the Kylie it's lip kit.
4: The doll Wait, baby. by the way, I just wanted to say real quick. Like, I know people have been taking up time, but like, okay. Um, earlier yeah. in the read, you said that you were like weirded out that high schoolers like listen to the read, and it's like we ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, but um.
2: Thank you.
0: You have, well, have schoolwork to do, and...
4: <laughs> wait. Okay, so, I was um,
2: humping a lot in high school.
4: <laughs> okay, you so... You don't have anything to do... Wait, so you don't listen to the show at school? No, we listen to it at home. Okay. I guess we get, we get a, like a group of people and then come home. All and right. I listen to them. Okay. <laughs> the mess? No, no, no. The mess is good. Like I just listen to that all week. Like Anyway. So what's your question? My question is... Um, okay, so uh, in school... I wanted to ask because a lot of people don't talk about it. It's like usually like the students that talk about it. So um, when I was taking exams, we were like talking about like the encomienda system, which is basically like slavery before like it was Africans. It was like the Native Americans, like Mm -hmm. when the Spanish like came up from the Mexican like country. So I was (laughs) so um, country of Mexico, and and basically um, what they said is that these people like. We're like enslaved, but they refer to them in the test as like migrant workers. So so my question is, like why are not why are people not mad? My, I'm so sorry.
0: my girl right here is not having it. She her, oh, sorry. no she said
4: Nope. Okay, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, so my question is what is how do you guys feel about like censorship in terms of like racism as well as like sexual stuff? Like well not sexual stuff, but like periods and stuff like that. It's like censored in school. <laughs>
0: Wait, so, they don't talk about period in high school no more. No, you just threw that in there as a well, whole no, other no, topic no. at the end. Well, no, no, no. It's not. Well, maybe they don't talk about periods with you because. Thank all right, all no, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, right. Hold on. Hold on. Because I have no idea what's going on Bay Area. Well, I know, but like, how do you? No, guys- I know what's going on with you. I don't know what's going on with everyone else. <laughs>
4: Why can't I answer this young man's question? You ain't got no microphone. (laughs) There's like a lot of personalities in this room right now. So it's (laughs) kind of...
0: As I was attempting to say, I don't really know how to answer that question besides that when I was in high school, I used to read those books and literally be at my desk like... Like, I didn't, I remember reading textbooks and being like, oh, so this is what we're calling it. But I didn't really know how to approach teachers with it, because every time that I would say something, they would always, I don't know how class or school or whatever is on this side of the country, or even in this decade,
4: but. The classrooms are like mess, like. The teachers don't teach like they just read from the textbook. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. my
0: teachers, anytime I would try and say something, it would always be kind of like, "Well, their discussion is on not on the syllabus." So, multiple choice no. and uh, put your Even paper on your to- desk when you're done, and like they don't care. So it wasn't until college where you have a little bit more freedom that I noticed I was it was easier for me to express myself and i think people started to take me a little bit more seriously but in high school from my experience it was literally just answer this question get your a and get the fuck out so just do that
2: um i mean well obviously i think it's shitty and just basically more proof that white people will do anything to make it seem like they weren't as horrible as they were and still are so nothing about it surprises me. I just think it's important that those of us who know better speak up when we see bullshit like that. So, but thank you for your question. Hi.
7: Uh, hi, my name is Kamani Okira. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you for being such a... Positive and uh NBA fan. Like no, I'm serious. Most people don't like, call me
2: positive, so thank you. <laughs> no, positive NBA
7: fan, and I just want to say uh I work as an NBA photographer. I've been a resident for the Sacramento Kings for four years, and you could like any team that you would uh, be the general manager general manager for uh, would be uh, in the playoffs. So, <laughs> well, thank you. All right, I appreciate um, that. I'm also a writer for a platform called Esybotha.com, which is. We're focused on... All right, I'm not going to plug it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. All right, but I, my question is this. My question is this. I wasn't here like, to plug. Yo, hold I'm, on. Not here to, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm actually here for a question. Yeah, hang on just a second. Give though.
0: me one right. second. When somebody has a microphone in their hand, please just let them ask, answer the question. I don't care if they're plugging anything. It literally makes no difference. Please just be respectful of this because it will just make the process much easier and quicker and we can all move home. Thank move you. Move on. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. That's it. I and understand you- we're all here to have fun and laugh, but hey, please.
7: And I'm going to build on that because uh, I just want to take you You don't need season. to build on it, but you no, can't all just... Right, all right. I'm kidding. All right. All right. All right. All right. You know, we're all people. I grew up in a town of 1,400 people. I was one of like 15 black people in the whole town. So, you know, for me getting in front of a crowd, is uh, it's kind of a big thing. I'm in front of a crowd every night with a camera. That's not a big deal. But, you know, speaking is a whole different atmosphere for me. I get it. Um, so I just want to know, uh, well, I would just, I, my question is based on authenticity behind storytelling. I'm also in the filmmaking business. I'm a producer. Um, and I just want to know, uh know, I'll, let me paint a scenario for you, okay? Beast of No Nation, y'all remember that film? Yes. Did you see it? I did. Okay, it was, all right. Just so y'all know, that, that production staff was entirely white people. White um, director, white production manager, white casting director, white costume, all right? right. White mm-hmm. writers. Uh, the book was written by a Nigerian person, but he grew up in Washington, D.C. And the film was filmed in Ghana, and they had all those little kids speaking a language called Twi. All right. Now, the tweet, the, the people that speak to we have never had a problem with, with child soldiers or nothing like that. So my concern is that we have inauthentic storytellers representing people of our skin tone just any way they fucking want. Right. Anytime they want. All right. So Beast of No Nation is a glaring example of that to me. But we don't think about it in America. Right. Because it's like, you know, Africa is pathologized to us by white money and white storytelling right so uh how important is it for us to focus on authenticity behind representation you know what i mean
0: right um i don't know i get really frustrated with hollywood because i think that uh when it comes to black representation in film and and all these documentaries and stuff like that—it's always the exact same thing. Like that's why a lot of people ask me, "Oh, hey, did you watch Twelve Years of Slave? Did you look? Are you gonna watch Roots? Are you gonna watch Underground? Did you see this and that and whatever?" And I'm just like. No, because I'm tired of a whole bunch of rich white people reminding me that my ancestors got their asses whooped by them. Like I just, I feel like are, We've moved so far past that. I don't even want white people to tell a black story anymore in film. Honestly, like I don't, I don't. If you're going to fund it. Because you have all the money, you've set society up so that you would have all of the money. So fund it and let us write, let us cast, let us do all of this because it's very clear that it's always going to be the same bullshit and I don't know why they're so like like turned on by this depiction of black people and their stuff, but I'm just very, very bored. Black Panther 2018.
7: Thank you, thank you. All right, I'm going to put down the mic with this. Um... That authenticity behind storytelling goes a long way beyond filmmaking too. We have websites out there that are claiming to be African and Afro-diasporic and representing blackness. Something like OK Africa, which is owned by two white women in Brooklyn, but they claim to be an Afro-diasporic voice and representing all uh, African and Afro-diasporic Do you art. have a
0: website um, dedicated to this, I mean?
7: I work for a website dedicated for this. I try to climb the right ladders, but I'm trying not to um, Get take white authority people, over situations that I shouldn't be. I was I was raised in a town of 1,400 mostly white people in the mountains here in California. Just keep so, fighting
0: the good fight. Don't give a you. fuck. what Anybody is going to yeah. say right. to you, say whatever the fuck they want to. Keep if you can't fight, take kickboxing or whatever. Because that, like, once you know that you can actually whoop somebody's ass if they run up on you, you'll say whatever
7: <laughs> the fuck you want to. <laughs> Gosh, too much testing for that. But uh, thank you. All right, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for
2: coming. You can actually put that right on the stand. Yeah and then we'll go back over here with Asante
0: are we okay I have one more question over here and then I'm gonna try to knock some of that line out there are too many people over there I'm so sorry (laughs) if I won't get to you young lady what is your name and your question I hope it's short because the bay is crazy
6: (laughs) (laughs) my name is Jamija from Oakland and I just recently started listening to the friend zone so shout out I love it um (laughs) Hi, Kid Fury. Hi, Crystal. Hi. And this last question was really interesting because my question is related to Roots. So I work in an office that is mostly white, or I work with a lot of white people. And some of them I'm you friends have a choice? with. choice? <laughs> I'm friends with on Facebook. Um, and recently I posted something on Facebook that let a coworker know that I had been watching Roots. So this coworker who is blonde came to me to talk about roots and ask me specifically about what I think about it. And like, Hey, when you're done, let's talk about it. And she wants to chat. Um, and so she's, (laughs) she's in a senior position, so I don't want to be rude, but I don't really want to have the conversation with her. So my question is like, how would you handle it? If you were in my shoes, keep in mind, I'm married with three kids, so I can't get fired. I got to I got to eat. Damn, that's too
3: bad.
0: No. I don't think you can get fired for respectfully saying I would really not like to talk to you about this television show. Like I just I just happen to watch it, you know what I'm saying, but I don't really want to have like an after show talk about it. We're not going to watch what happens live. Don't say that. That's I'm I'm getting rude now. Just start with the beginning part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but I just, you know, that's why white folk love that type of bullshit in the first place Because they get to watch it and like shed a tear And then they you know they feel like Oh my god I'm just so terrible Oh how do they just? Do, how do oh, they do oh my gosh Is it really like this Bitch I don't know I was born in
6: 1987 How the fuck I know if it was What are you talking about
2: Does she have the ability to promote you uh,
6: She works in close proximity to me uh, And she has a good relationship with my boss Damn
2: Damn, because <laughs> you know, white girls with hurt feelings are some vengeful motherfuckers. Right, that's what. Woo! And if she feels like you didn't open up your black ass self to discuss roots with her, like, well, she didn't even want to talk about. It. I mean, it's a black show. Why would she she'd know that
0: if she watched the first roots?
2: Lord, huh? I, I just, mean, I'm inclined to say the same thing as Kid Fury and just be like, you know, I would really rather not. I'm good. I mean just And you because, can talk about black shit with white people. Right, you shouldn't have to do that at work. Like
6: now she found me. She came to my desk early Friday right in the morning uh-oh. It was like
2: ready to talk about it. She came around the no. corner like <laughs> Hey girl. Did you see
0: last night's episode? Oh my god, T.I.
2: Good luck with trying to let her down easy. You know, I mean, you know her personality better than we do, so you know how you're going to have to phrase it, but tell her you won't be doing that Start in whatever job in whatever them. white woman way she needs to hear it. <laughs> I'm
6: going to google some phrases. Find right, to fall <laughs> back
2: on. <laughs> Thank you. Finally,
1: right? What's Hi. your name? My name is my name is Corday Snell from Richmond, California. All right. Hey. Hey, Richmond.
0: So, Richmond's in the building. So,
1: my question is well, I, re- I recently uh, I was dismissed in October from UC Santa Barbara, but recently I was admitted back in for summer. And thank you. And I'm, I'm going to be attending this fall and I'm going to be graduating in 2017. Now, the problem is that, right, in Santa Barbara, it's predominantly white. Black that people are 4% like of the population down there. And the, my question is I have a lot of Hispanic friends, right? And the question that pops up a lot is, "Why can't I use the word nigga?" Oh my god! Uh. And, and I'm a former, I'm a former football player. Like I still so work out. They shouldn't even want to know. Like she didn't I,
0: even ask. It's I still just work
1: out. And like when I come off and I try to tell them, like in like an educational way, like you know it's not right. Black people should use it, but it's it's the it's term of endearment. But we really shouldn't go into that like that. Just if it's not, it's not cool with most people, right? Well, I'm, I'm saying. I'm just saying, right? And I'm like, they be like, no, bro. I just feel like I should say it, nigga. You get it, my nigga? I'm like, no, no. Wow. And like, when I say that, I get mad. Now, I'm a big black dude on campus filled with a lot of white people. Now, I'm yeah. trying to hold my own and not get kicked out again, possibly. But I'm going to graduate this time. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. So, I'm just asking, how do I go about
0: that? So how uh, uh, geez. how many friends would you say that you have that you, this is not a problem for you with?
2: God, damn, damn. this ain't good. None. Is One. this everybody you? Hate? One. who's my? You roommate? know what? That is all you
0: need because you know what? <laughs> <laughs> One is enough. Outside of that, you have always got a friendship with Jesus. And that is the greatest friendship of all. Oh, on time, all the time, he is. So what I would be doing if I was you, I would invest in a good pair of headphones, yes. possibly Beats. Noise canceling. I got the, My mom got me the headless ones for Christmas. Boom. Those are the ones I got. So you turn that shit on, cancel all the noise, and walk around campus like this. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Just I don't even just don't talk to me. I'm just going to not hear you at all because your voice makes me want to break your face. And I have to finish school. Yeah. I, also, my Chris Kiferry,
1: I know you had a bad experience with Uber. I'm an Uber driver myself, so I felt bad that you had a terrible experience. Now, <laughs> I wish I could have drove because I would have made sure you had a good time and I would have made <laughs> sure you would have got to your destination. Right? I, well, immediately when you said you was having a bad time,
0: I would have immediately waived the bill. You would have got that right. I had a couple of decent Uber drivers. Okay. I don't even think that it's just the drivers. Yeah. I think that it's absolutely Uber yeah. because yeah, I had the, the worst experience again yeah. just like two weeks ago yeah. and wrote for this whole thing to yeah. them and they were like, here's $5, girl, yeah. towards your yeah. next yeah. drive. Yeah. I was like,
2: but... Yeah
1: Now Today is my birthday Happy birthday Happy birthday Thank, thank you Thank you for
2: being thank here
1: you. I tried to buy my tickets online But I didn't get the meet and greet I'm asking for my birthday If it's possible <laughs> Can I get the meet and greet with you guys But if not This was enough experience for me Because I, I, I was like, <laughs> This is so sweet <laughs> I gotta ask y'all gotta ask something from Richmond man I'm trying to get something um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know what I don't really? have an answer for that because be, see the people who had, came to the meet and greet pay more money than y'all. <laughs> like so, it was already
1: sold out when I tried to buy, purchase it. So that's.
2: But they still no, paid more money no. I understand. Okay, all right. Can you? Why don't you just hang back for a little bit after the show ends? And We'll try to take a pic- picture with you after oh. the show. Okay, thank you. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming out. Happy birthday. Yes, get that degree. Hello.
10: Hi, my It's on. Yeah, it's on. Look, Hi, God my bless name is you. Naisha and I just first of all wanna thank you. I work in a jail. So um damn. Ooh, I'm yeah. tired too, girl. <laughs> Straight, Straight just like made that. Me exhausted. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Every Thursday, I listen to y'all. Mass incarceration is real. I just had to, I just told my sister, she's with me right now. And I just told her, like, they were talking about um, police brutality. And it was like, well, this certain amount of percentage of African Americans are killed by police. But I'm pretty sure that 90% of them were justified. And I was like,
0: Who who is talking about this?
10: Th- it was a sar- uh, a sergeant for Alameda County. Yeah. Damn.
2: That's you can google that. I don't even yeah. know why I asked.
10: So, I'm steadily trying to look for another job to go cause, okay. You
2: cuz you clearly don't give a fuck.
10: <laughs> so, um, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. So I just have two, just two general questions for one for you, for Crystal. How do you expect your New Orleans Saints to make the playoff next year? And... No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. I'm Did not I do something? No no. But it's how I can shade the
0: question but I, I also don't get it. So.
10: No, I'm not coming. I'm not trying to come for you. I'm just asking what would you do? That's what it felt like. No, 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 no,
0: no. <laughs> See, I get. She's asking you what would your plans be yeah, if what you would could your make plans be for the team?
10: For the team to Oh girl. <laughs> No. You
0: could have worded it a little differently oh, no. though. I'm, not gonna lie to you. I'm
2: sorry. Oh, no. No, I didn't mean it oh, like no, that. No, I'm far too high to be thinking of strategy <laughs> for the New Orleans Saints, sis. I'm so sorry I'm if that's sorry. where you thought this was going, but I'm still trying to recover from the initial disrespect <laughs> of that. How do you expect your New Orleans Saints no, to make the playoffs? No. It's okay, I get it. I'm just saying that hurt me. Like I'm sorry. I, I do hurt. apologize. It's okay. Thank you though.
10: And another question is what games are you guys particularly looking for at the E3? Oh. Uh, me,
0: because yeah. she knows nothing about that.
10: <laughs> so E <E3> three
2: is electronics. <laughs> now
3: is
0: one of the the one of the three e's yes
2: kingdom of hearts
3: <laughs> ooh i got two <laughs> um
0: the watch game with the black mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, 100,
4: <laughs>
0: um, and anything, I, I, the thing I like most about E3 is the stuff you don't know about, like the surprise right. shit, right. so that's what I really want to see, I do not think the Kingdom Hearts is going to be there at all because those people apparently hate me, so you know, whatever, I'm just gonna hope for the best.
10: Thank you guys so Thank you much. You Thank you for
0: coming. Appreciate you. And I expect that the New Orleans Saints will make it to the playoffs. <laughs> Yo, I using it... oh uh, lord, using what athleticism <laughs> and <laughs> vigor.
2: All right. I have Thank a question. You. Why'd you turn fake on me, Rima? All right, so we're moving on. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who got up and asked the question. Sorry to the people we weren't able to get
0: to. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. <laughs> but if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. eighty dollars off your first month with promo code space 80 when you go to talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today go to talkspace.com slash read to get eighty dollars off your first month with the code space 80 and to show your support for the show that's talkspace.com slash r-e-a-d code s-p-a-c-e eight zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show
2: So now it's time for the Reads. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first?
0: I'll go because I really don't have much. I actually am just going to go through. I I have like three small things. These are just pet peeves of mine. I mean, Chase can't eat 12 dicks, (laughs) but not this time. First thing. If you do not want for me to have an attitude with you, don't give me a reason to have an attitude. Now I generally have an attitude, period. That's just the type of person that I am and I'm comfortable with it, I'm content. I've been doing it for almost 29 years and I'm still alive. Um. However, I just find it very difficult When people give you fresh, fresh reason Like I just My brain doesn't function in the way Where you say something just wild, stupid Or disrespectful to me And I choose like the hey, Fran, hey, nice way out Because I feel like actually Fran would also beat your ass low-key So I just don't understand If you don't want me to snap on you It's usually just best to leave me alone And also I get confused why motherfuckers ask you, why do you look so mean, or why aren't you smiling? None of your goddamn business. I just feel like, is it against the law for me to have a poor disposition? Why do I have to be smiling all the goddamn time? Like, is it illegal to frown, bitch? And sometimes, ain't it even wrong with me, bitch? I just am not, it's not that I'm unhappy, it's that I'm uninterested. I don't want to talk to you. If you come up to me and you say the following, I'm going to quietly judge you in my head. I don't want to bother you, but... If you didn't want to bother me, then you wouldn't be speaking to me right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I want you to keep in mind that it is not the speaking to me part that gets on my nerves. It's the fact that you just said, I don't want... It's like if I walked into Pizza Hut and I said... You know, I really don't want no pizza, but let me get a large pepperoni <laughs> with extra cheese. It just—it doesn't make sense to me. So that's—that's that's all that I'm saying. Last but not least, let's see what we got here. I took notes. Okay. Oh, so this rap duo by the name of Ray Schremerd are on the cover. They're on the cover of, like, the latest issue of Fader, right? And in the picture, Sway Chisholm and uh, B- Big Swiss. I don't really know their names. Oh, no. But one of them has a Sway in it. Um, so one of the brothers, mind you, they're both, like, shirtless, I guess. And he's, like, leaning his head onto his brother's shoulder. As soon as I saw this picture, I was like, watch The whole entire dumbass community. Like, the community of dumbasses. (laughs) Watch them go into their full-blown homophobic bullshit over this cover. Seconds later. Oh, so they gay. I didn't know they was gay. Oh, this is so gay. They are brother (laughs) They're brothers. And like I saw someone on Twitter say, if you seeing two brothers show affection to each other makes you think about their sex life, you don't want who need to talk to somebody. Deadass. Get over yourself. You don't have to be a stone-cold bitch all the time. Like you don't have to just show no motherfucking emotion. You don't have to be a statue bitch. Like, just it's okay to like. Be friendly and touch another man on the shoulder or, like, say bless you when he sneezes. It's okay. Like, it is all right. Y'all niggas are so convinced that we think that you're, like, some gangsta ass hard-ass motherfuckers because you just show little to no emotion towards men or women or dogs or cats or anything the fuck else. I promise you, nobody gives a fuck about you or the way you look or who you talk to or whatever the fuck else. And nine times out of ten... If that is how you feel Seeing some shit like that I've said before You should Google the Kinsey scale Now what that is Oh lord (laughs) It is a scale Of sexuality Now I've told you bitches That sexuality is not black or white It's gray It's really fluid It's a rainbow Um, And it's fluid in all of these things Now plenty of y'all Got something deep down inside (laughs) That maybe you haven't been introduced to yet that doesn't necessarily mean it to you. Maybe you're just an idiot. You know what I'm saying? But look into it. That's all I'm saying. Regardless, you sound stupid. These niggas are fucking blood brothers and they have money, bitch. And you got to clock in in the morning and pay your goddamn child support. So you should have better things so, to worry about, you ashy knuckle dragon, bitch. <laughs> I'm finished. All right.
2: <laughs> so let's talk about this bitch, Brock Turner. And how there's basically never been like a more classic example of white privilege at work than this young man's whole fucking story. <sighs> Not to mention it's a, it's a great example of America's super fucked up rape culture, but we're going to get there. We're going we're gonna to get to all of it. So Brock Turner is a 20-year-old person who was a freshman at Stanford University, on a swimming scholarship when he went to a party, I think at the Kappa Alpha house and under whatever circumstances, made contact with a young woman who was, they're both inebriated. He drug her outside or led her outside. She was unresponsive, unconscious, raped her, sexually assaulted her. And was about to continue and go further when a couple of students came by. Praise God for these two young men who are not assholes, and you know. So anyway, they interrupted what was going on, and Brock tried to run away, which I think is very interesting. Again, we're gonna get there. Tried to run away. They kept him, called the police, etc. So this goes to trial. And what is actually surprising about this is that the white boy was convicted on as many counts as he was. Not the more serious rape charges, but a total of three felony counts. And I think the prosecutors were looking for six years. Maximum sentence was like 14. Somehow, 20-year-old Brock Turner ended up with a six-month sentence. And is looking like he's only going to serve three or four of those months at the max. So probably, you know, not too much longer before he's totally out of jail altogether. And jail is where he is. He's not even in prison. He's in the local jail. Like, (sighs) in protective custody on top of that. And so there's just all these... All these different elements to this story That are fucked up by themselves Like we haven't even talked about the victim yet And the intense trauma that she's gone through Which is what the whole fucking focus of the story should be about Like this should be about what the victim has had to endure And the fact that what this man did has changed her life And has affected her day-to-day schedule the way that it has But instead, we have these shitheads who gave birth to him further proving that we need to put white people through some sort of intensive before they are allowed to procreate. Because the shit that y'all are passing on to your children, the fact that your child has gotten to this point and did drugs and drank throughout high school, was arrested for underage drinking and never really faced any consequences till now is a perfect example of how white privilege can get you through just about any goddamn thing. So, first, Brock's father releases a statement, and you know, this is where you have to break out your very tiniest violins, okay? Because the white boy is in pain, you guys. Brock is really, really upset, you guys. He's not the smiling, happy boy that he used to be, you guys. He can't even grill his favorite steaks anymore. It's really tragic. Like steak is his favorite food and now he doesn't even want it.
0: Are you being funny or do you- No,
2: no. I'm being 100% serious. This is what the father released in his statement and then went on to say that his son doesn't deserve a prison sentence, should not go to jail because 20 minutes of action should not- Result in a 20 year punishment Something along those lines So not only Do you expect us to feel sorry For your son the rapist The convicted rapist The felon who now has to register As a sex offender Not only do you want us to feel sorry for him Over the woman that he traumatized You mean to tell me that you think 20 minutes of activity is just So unimportant Like you can't do a whole bunch of Fucked up shit in 20 minutes You know how many people you can kill in 20 minutes if you're really that fucking focused? (laughs) Do you know how much damage you can do in 20 minutes if you really want to? It doesn't matter if it was two minutes of action, 20 minutes, 20 hours. The point is that he did something incomprehensible and completely unacceptable. And the last thing that his victim needed to see and every other victim who has ever been in her shoes needed to see was more people jump into the defense of the man who has done something so terrible. We treat rape like there is no impact on the victim at all. Like, you must just get up in the hospital and be like, oh my God, what? I was sexually assaulted? Oh my God, I was violated? Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just take a shower and go home, girl. Get up and go to work the next day like nothing happened. Like, there's no trauma at all associated with going through something so fucking terrible. So his father was bad enough, but I hate to say I almost expected it because if anybody perpetual, if I expect anybody to perpetuate rape culture, it's men. And so if there's a male rapist in a story, I'm going to assume that his father backs him up on that almost every time. Either you support what he did or you taught him to treat women in the way that led this to happening. It's one or the other. And you can be passive or active about it, but the point remains that your parenting choices or lack thereof helped shape this young man's decisions and why he is the way he is. So no, I'm not surprised that you have a fucked up daddy, but even white women tend to draw the line at rape usually. Oh no. Not Brock's mama. (sighs) This bitch (laughs) wrote a letter to the judge saying that her precious Brock will be damaged forever by this. He just used to be so outgoing, you guys. He just used to be so fun. He was precocious. And now it's just all gone. His mother is so distraught that she can't even continue to decorate her new house. She is under so much stress, you guys, that Ikea is not fun anymore. (laughs) She cannot even go to Ikea and find her white woman solace. Life is really hard. His grandparents released a statement saying that Brock is the only person paying for multiple people's stupid actions. Yes. Saying that, yes, implying that the young woman was also drinking, so somehow she should have been held responsible for her own fucking rape. Like, do y'all think about the shit that you're saying? He had some friend of his release a statement talking about, well, rapists are the guys who stalk a woman walking from the parking lot and then they kidnap her and rape her in the back of the car. Those are rapists. This isn't rape. Sweetheart, the fact that you don't see it doesn't make it any less so. Your friend is a motherfucking rapist. And to be honest, most of y'all probably have friends or relatives or somebody you cool with, co-workers. Somebody who would do something very fucking similar and doesn't see the issue or doesn't consider themselves rapists, And that's something wrong with our fucking culture. That people really feel like anything other than a yes is consensual, is our fault. And the fact that we continue to undervalue women and allow rape cases to be treated so cavalierly is why this shit continues to happen. When you never see men punished for the shit they do, why would they feel like there's any reason to stop doing it? The judge himself said that Brock shouldn't go away to jail because it'll have a severe impact on him. No duh, motherfucker. No, duh. That is the whole fucking point of jail. We want it to have a severe impact on this young white bitch. We want him to never rape anybody ever the fuck again. And if that means that he has to go sit his ass in prison, then so it be. Why are we offering excuses? Why are we pretending like there's layers of humanity to this person? That Why are we acting like his personhood should be valued above anybody else's? Do y'all remember that Vanderbilt football player, Corey somebody? Who raped a young woman, extremely similar circumstances. But Corey was sentenced to 15 to 25 years with his black ass. And he'll, I'm sure he'll be serving at least 12 of them. So don't, don't come to me like it's some athlete shit. It's not some athlete shit, it's some race shit. Now, I'm glad that of all things, at least he has been banned from USA Swimming. So he can never compete. And of course, you know, this is causing him a good deal of sorrow, you guys. So just think about that when you're making out your prayer list. <laughs> Brock Turner can't compete in USA swimming events which includes the Olympic preliminaries so he can never be on the Olympics. So there is at least one Woo, father God. There is at least one bright spot to that whole punishment side of it. But the last thing I want to touch on is the fact that in his defense, he said that He was just emulating the swimmer guys that he looked up to and idolized so much. And he was just such a big fan of, you know, being around the guys and trying to fit in. And he just fell victim to party culture at Stanford. Which, I mean, I'm sure Stanford gets down and has their parties. But when I think of party school, Stanford isn't like, you know... I'm not just like, you know what? I could see how you could fall victim to a whole different mindset at it's Stanford. Rapey school. <laughs> like, you're right about that. Them niggas be raging. It's a weird one. So, but he's saying he fell victim to the whole drinking and drug mentality of being on campus and being young and having this sort of freedom and all that. And so, first of all, we already know that this isn't true because all these, doc- all these court documents just came at us like 471 documents of where this motherfucker clearly was doing drugs and drinking back in high school. So this started way before he got to college. And I'm sure even then his bitch ass parents were making excuses for him instead of trying to correct his behavior, which again is how he ended up in this place. Now, like you cannot act like the parenting had nothing to do with him skating his ass right on through to this fucked up situation. But furthermore, partying does not bring out the rapist in you. Do you know how many parties I've been to? That's not what happens. Being around people, loud music playing, girls in party clothes, boys in party clothes, alcohol flowing, drugs everywhere, these do not compel you to rape. These are not things that cause you to rape. You are most likely the type of motherfucker who was going to rape anyway and just use drugs and alcohol as an easier way to do it. And even if drugs and alcohol did cause you to rape, they are not an excuse and they do not make the actions that you performed while you were under their influence any motherfucking better. So once again, Brock Turner, I have to say, my guy, you fucked up here? It's evident And there's absolutely no reason that this person should be in jail for any less than the minimum of what the prosecutor asked. He did everything wrong in this situation. Like, he did nothing right. Even now, after he's been convicted, he's talking about, oh, I'm going to go around the high schools and talk to the kids about the dangers of alcohol. (laughs) you the last motherfucker need to be going to talk to the kids. (laughs) You are the last person who needs to be going to mentor anybody's motherfucking child. You are a rapist and the fact that you are a moderately privileged white boy in America is the only reason that you have been treated the way that you have. And I will be so fucking glad when this country decides that the punishments they hand out to black people when we have rightfully done something wrong should also be handed out to white people when they have rightfully done something wrong. The issue is not always the law or the fact that it's enforced. It's the fact that you hold us to a totally different standard than you hold them. We are pulled over more, prosecuted more, sentenced more heavily. Like everything is stacked against us. And it's about time that like not even just on some race shit, but like as far as the way we treat rape and rape victims in this country, it has to be a total Overhaul of the way we act about this Shit y'all like there is no excuse For a convicted rapist To not go to jail period Violating somebody Else's body in that manner Should result in automatic jail time Period it's a total failure Of the American justice system And to that I say fuck you As always And that's my Read this week
0: Well all right That story makes me So Fucking uncomfortable I just hate hearing about it It makes my skin crawl I want to jump out of my own eye sockets But I heard earlier today That a group of like white Like 1,000 white witches Are banding together To put a hex on him
2: Yes Witches
0: Now typically I don't get down with that White girl craft bullshit I'm making the I remember that black girl's hair fell out I don't play with that bullshit But in this case, I hope that nigga, they go to his jail cell one day and he's a frog. (laughs) I hate him.
2: I mean, his parents really want us to be worried about the fact that he'll never get a good job and he'll be in Google forever. Okay, and what about the victim? What about the fact that she can't sleep unless the lights are on or somebody's with her? What about the fact that she felt too ashamed to even tell her parents and her boyfriend what happened to her? Man, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck your bitch ass son and fuck his bitch ass feelings. Fuck everybody involved.
0: Well, y'all, it has been aggressive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's going to wrap up the Reed San Francisco. Thank you guys so much for coming out to our second Bay Area show. It's been very real. For
1: 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days. Deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. A special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest.